for you I'm empty handing and I'm feeling blue and I'm gonna dream till the day that I die Hey, welcome to the show. Hello everybody, welcome to episode number 110 of Domestic Friends Only, a podcast about beer and friendship. My name is John. Joining me today is my co-host, Tom. Hey, how's it going today? Today is going well. We're right at the end of March. Uh, we're here yeah. today to do another brewery spotlight. This one is one of my favorites. It's probably the most proximal brewery to my house, I guess. Well, actually, Braumeister is a bit south. So Braumeister's the first one, but they don't brew there. That's just the pub. So uh. we're talking brewery. This is the most, this is the closest one to where I am currently sitting. Um, this is one and I've been a fan of for a long time. And I should also note, um, I, I we talked a bit about this one before in a previous episode, I think when we did the, the first, Ottawa Spotlight. Yeah, the first Ottawa City Spotlight. Um, there was a beer. I think we did the Pilsner by them. So um yes. and I've actually done a few the of them. Yeah, and I've done I've done actually done a few of them on uh, bonus uh I think on the cold shots as well, too. I did one of their um stouts on the cold shots. But as you can tell, folks, this is Tooth and Nail Brewing Company hailing from Ottawa, Ontario, um, particularly in the Hintonburg neighborhood where I reside. Um, this brewery is really cool. Um, they were founded in 2015. I talked about them before, but I'll just kind of short notes it. Um, I actually went on their opening day. So the day they opened, uh, I lived just like a corner street corner around and uh, they're like, yeah, come we're open. And I remember going in and like, I'm like, oh, you guys just opened and have had their, I think it was the rabble rouser uh, ale, which is not on today's episode. We'll do it at some point, but um, they had like a kind of a, a lineup of straightforward mainstream ones. And actually two of those are actually on our list today. So um Started in 2015, they've been a very popular brewery in Ottawa, uh, very successful as well, too, in terms of awards. Um, they've um, been, I would say, in the city, you're talking tooth and nail, and I would say probably Dominion City is probably my two favorite uh, craft breweries here in Ottawa. Like, they're, they're, they're quite good. Um, but today, we're going to be doing kind of a lineup of a mix of flagship, sorry, a mix of flagship and new releases. Um, so we'll be doing, of course... Uh, Grace and Gratitude Whole Cone Sass Lager as our first one. Second up will be Tenacity Whole Cone Pale Ale. And last will be Valor Classic Saison. And Tom, usually I, we do these. We're, we're like, it's one of us knows the brewery. The other one's kind of blind. But you know Tooth and Nail because you actually came with me there uh, last summer. So It was a very nice brewery. I was going to say, like, judging, if you were to look at their cans and then go to the brewery, you'd be like, what? This doesn't, like, go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, Johnny, what are yeah. <laughs> Well, like the cans look kind of like I'm like this brewery seems like very industrial. Yeah. But then I went to it. I'm like, this is like super nice. Like I was like, wow, this is actually kind of bougie. Remember we had like the little flower even in between oh, us. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, damn, where am I? <laughs> and the pretzels quite good too. They're uh, the oh yeah mustard. Yeah, that shit's good. Always. Yeah, I've I've been partial to them. Obviously, being close to them, but also I've gone pretty often. I've also really enjoyed uh, which I did on the cold shots. They do like winter. Uh, ales or I guess winter beers they've done quite a few of those and I'm fond of them they're also very strong they're like 12% they will fuck you up and I remember going out with friends uh, there one time and I finished a night having one of them and like I drank like half the bottle and I would just realize like I'm in danger so I, oh, I got some, oh, I pawned it no. off of someone else I'm like I can't I can't end the night with this it's yes, gonna you can. end my life so yes you um, can John <laughs> so we got a lineup of three today um, I guess maybe we can get into, um, well, I guess first we'll do our little guessing game about which one we think is going to be uh, the winner. I've had two of these. I don't recall, uh, but I'm kind of interested in this first one, the grace and gratitude. Uh, I like the art on it, but also um, reading a bit about it, it makes me think it's going to be a very clean, you know, very European style beer. So I'm, I'm really Ooh. excited to drink that. I don't know. These all sound like intense, like not intense, but like, that's like whole cone saws lager. I'm yeah, like, what the fuck no. is that? I'm like, what the? F I've read, like, read these. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, did they just make this up? We're in the cone zone. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're cone heads today. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, even the, yeah, everything. It's like, even like the whole cone pale ale and a classic. And I think that's the only normal fucking one that I've seen. Classic Saison. 
I'm going to just go out on a limb here. I'm going to go with the tenacity as the winner today. Ah, nice, nice. Um, I should note, I just looked up what whole cone means in because it refers to hops. Uh, whole whole cone hops are hops that are harvested and killed, then baled after a conditioning time of usually no more than 24 hours. So I guess it's like a relatively quick and intense process. I don't really know much about it. You could call it extra virgin then. Evo, Evo, Evo pale. Evo hops. Well, like extra virgin. Like that's why like extra virgin olive oil is just that they're e- just like instant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. They're just like right away, straight away. With Bam. Them. Yeah. So um, I guess before we actually get into them, we could actually maybe perhaps, did you want to give a can score just generally? Because they're all fairly similar template. I was going to say, but I didn't know if you had like a favorite one, but generally I like these cans. I think they're really cool. I like the artwork. I like the basic silverness to it with the red stripe around it. Yeah. I kind of wish that maybe they had a little bit more of like a color pattern to them. I think that would make it a little bit better, but these look cool. Like I like this, like the first one we're doing, the grace and gratitude. It's got like the tortoise and the hair on it. Like the tenacity one, I think is my personal favorite as well as yours, John. It's got like this like dog that's just like stretches out. It's almost like that when you do like a panorama of your dog and it just stays in frame. It just loops around. (laughs) Like even the Valor. Barney Slinky dog or something. Yeah. Even the Valor is just like kind of classic. I feel like this is like, it's like the optical illusion, kind of. If you if you've ever seen that picture of the horse with like, or maybe it's a cow, but I think it's oh, it is like multiple legs. It kind of gives it like it is the horse, but this one is a cow. It says, instead of having udders, it just has extra legs. That's kind of true. I never, I didn't even know that till now, John. I just looked at it. Yeah, I, I like I like tooth and nails can style. Actually, my favorite artwork is the one we did previously, the Vim and Vigor with the skull. I love that yeah. one. Actually, they, a lot of their designs they actually sell. Uh, with art prints, which isn't unlike a lot of the breweries we've done before. They do really good kind of art on, on their cans, uh, notably Sea Change with their kind of classic American kind of tattoo style. They sell them um, the kind of the art design of the cans as part of kind of their branding. So um, I'm a fan of that. And actually, I think these cans are actually super underrated. When you first look at them, yeah, they look like really industrial, you know, kind of like seem like really like bare bones starting out DIY. But when you actually look at the cans, um, there's actually a lot of detail on them. They tell you the percentage. They're very like the layout of them is really, really nice. Uh, they have kind of a nice long description on them talking about the beer um, and the artwork's really cool. And I got to say quick shout out. The cans are sturdy because I draw these, uh, my bag that was yes. holding these cans just randomly tipped over and all the cans fell on my kitchen floor. And thankfully nothing popped. However, nothing. I, 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 I did the favor of keeping the most damaged ones. Uh, so mo- mine are a little bit more shoddier, but otherwise they didn't pop or anything. So well, well good on cans. them. Cause yep. I dropped some See? cans on like soil and they've like, like sprayed. So See, dark Oak, listen to what's happening here. <laughs> it's not, it's not you. It's the can. Yeah. Fix your can. Fix, get, whatever, These are whoever, great. Get a new can guy. Whoever your can guy is, you know, yeah, get a new guy. can guy. I don't know, Jimmy. He's my can guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like a trench coat opens up. It's like oh, full of aluminum cans. You want like two gauge aluminum or what? <laughs> uh, okay, on that on that note, let's get into. Uh, all right, let's get into grace and gratitude. Tom, do you want to be the one who? Uh, oh, what I ever. in this one. ASMR. Are you ready? In the count of three. Two, one, oh, shit. crack them. Oh, shit. Mine popped a little early. I was, <laughs> I think it might have something to do with the candy fucked up. I was leaning and I went, Shh. uh-oh. This never happens, I swear. This might be one of only like two or three times that has actually happened because usually it's bang on. But that time, I don't know if it, it just compromised. It's just like I was leaning too hard. It just went like, like a little bit. It was like, let's see how this pours. Yeah. Oh, smells Ooh. nice. It's very malty. That's darker than I thought. I thought it was going to be more kind of uh, like pale golden. It is. It's very like dehydrated piss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like. Um, but it's trucker pours piss. Really well. I poured it in my lovely uh, a Mandarin uh, holidays glass and it fills oh, it up nice. pretty nicely. Guess what I'm using? The Bubba Gump Shrimp Restaurant glass and it says <laughs> Edmonton, Alberta on the back. Nice. <laughs> Let's see how this tastes. Oh, that's crisp. Oh, wow. That's tasty. It tastes wow. a little heavy. Yeah. For a 4.5, it's almost like a, as we call it, like a quasi um, light. 
Like it's a, it's it's actually like yeah. The ABV is not pretty full bodied for a kind of beer. That uh, if you were to be like that, that's like a six percent beer. Be like, yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. But yeah, considering it's low ABV, it tastes very heavy for it. Really, um, really nice, clean. I think taste to it. Like, yeah, not, not really getting much of like a really sharp aftertaste or a bitterness. Yeah, nope. It's got, but like it definitely a, has a good. It's got like a heavy mouth feel to it. Mm, it's got like a grassy. Like it almost tastes like um like a Belgian wit or something. Like it's got like a bit of like a grassiness to like an earthiness, which I really dig, I dig uh, on this. Um, yeah, I guess so. Should note the beer can has a description. It says this graceful golden lager is brewed with an abundance of gratitude for great friendships, life experiences, and new beginnings brewed entirely with whole cone size hops. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, from the Czech Republic. Uh, this beer represents our fascination with all things pure and simple. Please enjoy this beer fresh. Uh, they actually describe more on their website. They say uh, this beer was actually inspired before they started the brewery. Um, the folks that kind of founded this uh, toured and were, in, were around Europe. And so this was actually kind oh. of inspired by, they claim like kind of their their experiences over there. So it's a um, Euro trip beer. Yeah. Oh yeah, but it, ha it has that like kind of cleanness that you kind of get with like a nice like German or Austrian beer, where you're getting that like nice. Yeah. It's just like everything about it like perfectly blends well in when you're, you know, consuming it like mouthfeel wise. Really good experience. Carbonation is also very smooth on it. Um, Mine although, carbonation didn't last very long. Yeah, it's not got a doesn't have much of a big head on it. I'm trying. This actually reminds me of something else. Almost has a dry kind of taste to it. Not dry, but like like very subtle dryness. Yeah, like on like the like the back palate as you're kind of swallowing it, you're getting that kind yeah. of in the, in the middle. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's got like I would say this is like as far as like malt beverages go. Like I think the malt on this is done really well. It's not overtly like biscuity or bready. And I was kind of thinking it was going to be a little bit more like that, and also a little bit more sweet. But it's actually got like a good mix of like kind of earthy poppy bitterness to it which i think kind of balances it out really nice hmm. yeah that's not what i expected yeah i'm actually like quite partial to this i think it's quite crushable i thought this was gonna like possibly be like i was worried it was gonna be bad i, I went to pick it just because i thought it looked cool but i'm glad uh i'm glad this turned out so good yeah it's for like a quasi light beer this mm -hmm. doesn't taste pretty bad i thought like this tastes more like a real beer in my opinion. Yeah, like this could. Pass I thought like it was going to taste a little thinner. An in-bev kind of like beverage. Like if I, yeah, I, even I like something this, heavier. Like yeah, a this I was going to say this reminds me of a uh, uh, Beyond the Pale's clean cut. It's like a very kind of clean uh, style. I mean, that one's a Kolsch. I would say this profile is a little bit similarly to that for sure. Uh, yeah, really, really crushable. I could have this at like a baseball park or something. Like this would make for a good like outdoor activities beer it's nice to have something on the craft scene as we always say that's like more profiles more like a domestic beer that you know you can it, it makes it a good beer to have when you're going out with friends and stuff like that too because it makes it for a little bit more um, engagement you're not like come on let's go drink pine trees or something and it's like you know that'll appeal to some people but not so much everyone but i, I think this one's quite quite nice um do we want to get into um oh we, did we even give a can score yet for the for the damn huh. cans we talked about them but we didn't give a score we just jumped ahead of that um, all right well i'll give i'll give can score right now um i want to give these um i want to give those one eight i really like these cans i think again like the reflectiveness of them with the silver and just the artwork really ties away i just kind of wish that they were a little bit more like color coded to what yeah. kind of beer they are yeah I, I i gave them an eight like as well I, I think they're just really sharp for what they're doing for the kind of minimalist kind of industrial look they're going for them I think they do it really well, but you know, otherwise I, I'm a bit more partial to some of the more unique, colorful um, cans. But these are these are good. From just a, I don't know. I like the kind of plain black and white. I think that looks like I used to be like a really big fan of like black and white pictures and stuff like that. I used to have all my posters were all black and white. I just wish like on the band on top, it wasn't they weren't all just red and the font was red. I wish they kind of just had different colors for that. That's that would all. be cool, yeah. Or just like maybe mix up the pattern or something on some of them. That'd be kind of cool. But uh yeah, I guess we're Anyhow, taste taste score then. Taste. So what, are you, what are you thinking, uh, Grace and Gratitude? Um it was a seven point five. It wasn't really what I expected off the hop, but this did come out to be a pretty decent beer. 
Yeah, I'm I'm really positive on it. I'm giving 8.5. I think this is really clean, nice, solid lager, very mild ABV, but full body taste. Like you're getting good bang for your buck for like the actual flavor of the beer. Some of these quasi lights or light beers are a bit thin, but there's nothing thin or watery or um or or, or astringent like with this beer. It feels very malty, but the malt isn't too overwhelming. It's got a good balance with the hops. Um gives it kind of a nice crisp earthy finish. So, yeah, solid beer. Eight and a half for me. I'm almost saying nice. nine, but I won't go that high. But recommendation, I'm going to stick with an 8.5. I think it's a super recommendable. Like, I, I think like you could recommend this one to pretty much anyone. Um, and it would be a versatile beer to have as well. So I'm, I'm partial. Nice. I'm going to give it an eight for recommendation. I feel like this is definitely something if you're going to the brewery, this is something I'd be like, hey, this is a safe bet you can try. Oh, for sure. For sure. How about uh, any uh, any modifier? No mods. I am gonna say, yeah, no mod for me. I think it's good though. No I'm not like I'm not like blown away. It's something crazy, but I, I think it's it's quite uh, quite a nice surprise drinking this one for sure. And uh, oh, I should note social media score. I didn't forget this time. Social media scores. What do the masses say? Well, on this one doesn't have any beer advocate reviews because it's a pretty new one. This is actually out of the two. This isn't a flagship one. This is like a more limited release although it's been they've been making it for a while so it might become a new mainstay beer but um no beer advocate scores if you're listening right now there might not be a beer advocate score you could be the one to set the standard but that's all to say untapped untapped it has a 3.72 so pretty decent that's pretty good 3.72 not bad Mm -hmm. oh yeah now we're moving on to our next one which is the uh, tenacity. tenacity tenacity english pale ale i guess i'll i'll be the one to crack this one it says whole mine says whole cone pale ale oh yes whole cone uh their website says english pale but i guess i guess the whole cone is just referring to the hops themselves so i guess they're using it pale says ale tenacity whole cone pale ale it's 5.5 abv yeah and uh 34 ibus this one's quite a bit more bitter but Nice. That's to be expected with a pale ale. All right. I'll crack us down. Uh, three, two, one. Crack them. Good pop on this. This one had my, this is the, probably the most dented of the cans in my <laughs> batch. It's just like not even a can shape anymore. It's just like a ball. It's like a dexahedron. Let's, pour Let's see what it pours. Bit. I would say yeah. it pours a little bit darker, but it's not too far off the last one. No, uh, I say it's more amber color than yeah, yellow. Yeah, for a, for a pale ale, like it's yeah, it's a little bit darker. I kind of expect. I think that's also things. in the brewing process. I don't know what kind of hops they use, but I knew when I made I made a mosaic pale ale, like an IPA, mm-hmm. and I remember it came out like amber color, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Anyhow, let's see how it smells and let's see how it tastes. Smells. Pretty neutral. Yeah. Let's see how it tastes. Huh. Huh. This is very mild. Like it's very clean. Wow. This is not what I expected. I I I like this. This has got to be the sweetest 34 IBU beer I've ever had. Like this shit doesn't wow. that strong, that bitter. Hot fucking damn, John. That might that might have been that was from a tap, so that was sourced from them. They might have fucked up on that end, but fucking dickheads. Yeah, this is awesome. This is like it feels like a more supercharged. Wow. It's like a more supercharged version of the last one we had to a degree. Like it feels like a little Hold bit more. On. I'm gonna try this again. Has like a little bit more of like a, um, like a citrusy sweetness, I think, on the front palate. But you're getting a yeah. bit more of a stronger, um, like you're tasting more of the hops in the back end. But it's you do get clean. more of like a bitter finish. But like this is, mm. wow. This is like, and the, the, my aftertaste, I'm like lip mm. smacking. I'm like, it's got like a really tasty, like, just finish at the end. And I should also wow. note this one has a description on the can. They say, determination is nothing without tenacity. As brewers, we perpetually seek perfection, and chances are we'll be chasing that tail forever. Hence the dog on the can. (laughs) Brewed entirely with whole cone hops from the Pacific Northwest, this pale ale is an example of our ongoing quest for balance and drinkability. Please enjoy the beer fresh. And uh, also to note, 
go on Instagram at domestic pints only. We post pictures that show the the cans and stuff. So I mean, you can yes. just Google it at home if you want to. Yes. I mean, if I don't know. post it, just Google it. <laughs> if, you, if it's not there, just message Tom. Be like, hey, can you put <laughs> you post it? I'm listening right now. <laughs> I mean, you could also do that, and I'll get it together. <laughs> You'll be like, leave me alone. I'm out I knew I I knew I missed one <laughs> because I was very busy with work. Yeah. Mm. Or you can just Google it. Like we we put the title of the beer in the episode. You can see literally the- that's how I get that's the pictures. Google. As yeah, I fucking Google, Google it. it. We have to do all the work for you, listener. You can just do it yourself. Oh it's my. not that difficult. How do I do the Insta Twitter, John? There's someone listening right now who like depends on us for that, and they're like, "No, you're the one who's wrong." Yeah. What a, <laughs> what is this? Indochina? Is <laughs> <laughs> this clown college? What? I didn't listen to no two-bit amateur. Communist Russia? <laughs> uh, this beer, fuck, it's it's good. I, I'm digging it. I like this. Mm. I was very surprised by this. Mm. And it's like, it's got that like just like really good blend of hops in it. They actually mention on the website, they say um, using Centennial and Cascade hops. It's an American style. It's weird. They have like English pale ale on one source and then another source says American style. I, I would classify this more as like an American style pale ale, to be honest. It's like got that kind of like it's like refreshing. But it's, but it's but it's definitely not as like overtly hoppy compared to something like um, aromatherapy from Beyond the Pale. It's like a little bit, it's definitely milder, cleaner, um, but still really crushable, really drinkable. Um, doesn't like and it's got like a nice aftertaste. Like this is a really solid beer. Yeah. I like it. What are you gonna give it for score, John? Oh my god. Oh geez. I gotta think of a score. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go eight and a half again. I think it's really good. I but there's nothing about it that's making me really be like wow. Like nothing giving me the wow factor, but I just respect it. I think it's a really solid and it's one I don't normally go to myself. Like I I rarely drink this beer, so it puts some respect on it. I'm gonna have to have some more of it. I usually I, I like the fortitude step. That's like my favorite, so um, but oh, I'm gonna yeah. have to have this next time I'm in for sure. That's re- I want to see what this is, is on draft. This is re- oh. like refreshing. Your draft beer is like, yeah. Well, you, we were there. We had the whatever was on draft. We had a flight, but I don't. That's when I began to lose my memory, John. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> we went to. Spark. I remember like looking myself in the gl- my glass. I'm like, yep, this is the turning point. We went to Spark. <laughs> we're in a parking lot in like Chinatown. We're like, where are we? It's like a makeshift but patio. We're in a parking lot. It was wild, yeah. Um, uh, for flavor or taste score, I'm giving this an eight. I I enjoy this. I would actually, if I go back there, John, I'm definitely having a pint of this because this is. Oh yeah. What are you gonna give it for recommendation? Oh man, recommendation. Uh, I'm gonna come in a little bit lower. I'm gonna go eight, but I'm still really recommendable. Um, it's really crushable. I think like obviously, if I'm if I'm recommending this to like an IPA audience, someone who's really into IPAs. I think like you should try this, especially if you're more if you're really into American pale ales. Because to me, American pale ales are like if I'm going to a brewery and I want to like you know suss them out. If I want to like try a sample of beers to see you know are they cut from a good cloth or are they are they mid? I I I gotta put an APA on there because like to me, if you can do a really good American pale ale, it's like a good uh, showing of like a really good craft brewery so i would i would rank this up there actually you know what? i'm talking myself into an eight and a half i'm gonna go eight and a half I have what to. do you know john nice for recommendation i'm gonna give this a, an eight as well like this is pretty good i definitely would try have i'd have this again for sure oh i oh, definitely yeah. i'm also giving this the modifier though oh shit damn it caught me off guard i was kind of nervous at first but i mean i was like I, okay I mean, this came out of nowhere. I think like we went into this like, yeah, it's going to be like a pale ale. We came out of it like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Um, no, no mod for me, but I'm, I'm quite fond of it. I'm, I'm glad I had this very good experience and should note social media wise. Um, where do the masses fall on this one? Um, this one actually does. Cause this is one of the flagship beers. This one actually does have some social media scores. So uh, to start with beer advocate, it has a, Overall, 3.61 average, which averages out to an 84 meh. good. And on meh. <laughs> and meh. Uh, that's a it's like a pretty decent score. And on tapped, it has a 3.56. So 
which is actually the lowest of the three today. That's so. now expected for me now. If you have, I'm now that I'm looking at these scores backwards, I'm like, if you don't have over 3.5, I don't even care. Yeah. So 3.6, I'm like, yeah, you're, you're like better than the rest. Next. They're kind of mid, kind of. <laughs> but the spear isn't mid. The spear is fucking good. Yeah. Well, well, now we're on, uh, and I gotta, you got to, actually, we didn't say when we started this podcast, these are 355 milliliter cans. So these are like crushable as hell. Like, these are I like nothing. that. Short cans, God forbid, people, every, every craft brewery has them in tall boys. And now they're just starting here, at least. They're starting to roll them out into small cans because they're making like 12 packs of them. You know what? I'm a fan of the small cans. I'm glad they're coming yeah. back. I don't need a fucking tall can if I'm at home. Like I just want God to crush like, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a can of pop, you know. Do they sell Coca-Cola in tall cans? No, they, they I mean they do, sell it. but well they sell in bottles, but like they sell oh I guess they do sell I sell bottles. tall boys of Coke, trust okay, me. Okay, well, not Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Hear me out, Pepsi not... company. Does Dr. Pepper have a tall can? They probably do. Like if you're in Texas, they definitely have a tall can. No, they have like, them here. They have the tall cans of Dr. Pepper. Wow. Not diet Dr. Like, Pepper, go... though. No, that's that's exclusively that's sold to me if they sold that. I would be the only one. Well, actually, no, Diet Dr. Pepper is like hot commodity. It, it is a hot commodity. You can only get it in like two liters. They get it in a 12 or 15 pack, I think. Here. I, I am known to be a doc, Diet Dr. Pepper fiend. I remember I used to work at a grocery store and we had a customer come in and she would always, she'd be buying like whatever, but she would always buy a 24 case of Diet Dr. Pepper in cans. And she told me that like, that was like, that was gold. Like she's like this. You're the only store in the the radius of whatever that sells this. And I was, you know, twenty something year old me was like, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm partial to Dr Pepper, it's hard to come by. Yeah, so now you're like, what, I can see what she, she was. She knew what was up. <laughs> she knew what was up. She was, uh, yeah, exactly. Steve um, used to be religious at going to like the Ross's Independent because they had oh, yeah. the Diet Crush Rainbow Pack. Mm-hmm. And he was like, that was that was his jam. He was like, no one else has it. I'm a former Ross's employee. I was actually there. It's not owned by a new management, but yeah, well, because um, of you know. <laughs> but it's like it's it's very odd. I'm like <laughs> I'm like walking in. I'm like it's the same store basically. Nothing's changed. But <laughs> how dare you stand where he stood? <laughs> so. I hope no siblings or children are listening. Yeah. Oh, we man. respect the Ross's brand here at the Best Pints Only. Oh, God. It's like when Oof. Nixon died. Nixon died. Everyone hated Nixon. Then Nixon died. Everyone loved him. You know, yeah, same everyone thing. wanted to go like this. Yeah. I am not a crook. I'm not a criminal. <laughs> How is Kissinger still alive? That man's almost 100 years old. Yeah. It just happens. It's wild how that happens. Robert Duvall is 91 years old. Like, the range, the range of people who just like fucking stay on and stay alive is is wild. It's I don't know. Life expectancy now is kind of like just gradually growing, and no one bats an eye at it. Oh yeah, there's like people who are just like walking around. They're like ninety now, and they're just like you look at them and you're like, not bad. You're doing pretty good for ninety. Yeah, I know my like my dad was only like seventy. I'm like, bro, like you look like you're. <laughs> time's up yeah <laughs> you know it's like i'll go my dad i'm like yeah he's got 10 good years in him probably god bless him and i'm like the more you god live the more him. i live you know most likely so you know yeah. that's what i gauge things on so like i always i'm like okay i got to like 72 that's when my dad died and then i'm looking at my brother i'm like okay if you can make it in that ballpark, I'm good. <laughs> it's funny on my dad's side because my dad's side historically, like people just like died young, like 57, 59. People just like, oh wow. But my, my dad's dad, he was an Ottawa firefighter. They were just breathing in like asbestos. They had no yeah. idea. Like he died with lung cancer. Uh, but like um oh, my shitty. dad is still my dad's still kicking. You know, he's he's had some ups and downs, but you never know. Life, you know, Don't, such as life. Yeah. Don't die on me, Cliff. <laughs> well, uh, anyways, uh, moving onward, and <laughs> we're talking uh, uh, moving Valor. onward, <laughs> trucking along. Uh, we're doing we're doing Valor. Uh, Tom, do you want to be the one to crack? Uh, oh, 
I will be the valor in cracking this. ASMR. Get ready for the third time today. In the cut of three, two, one. Crack them. Nice crack. Good crack. Mm. <laughs> Said the crackhead at 7 Eleven. Good smell. This gave me oh, the wow. Sweetest. This gave me the sweetest ah. smell of the. Of the the sweetest thing. Oh, whoa, whoa, the sweetest the thing. thing. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I've been Yo, listening you, to a lot. U2 is like good. Good band. I mean, U2 before pre like Apple Music thing. Oh, well, Not I mean, bad. yeah, definitely. Actually, I've heard people say that Apple song that's on everyone's phone, they say it's actually good. Well, that's what people say. I, lo- I, I love Joshua us. Tree. That's a great album. Yeah. It's not bad. I had it on vinyl. Yeah, same. Yeah, that's where I have it. It's fucking good. And I still haven't found. I got that at a fucking yard sale, back when people were just giving away vinyl. I remember I got like so many good fucking albums. I was like, "Fuck it!" And I inherited a fuck ton. Oh yeah, definitely. Looking at the color, this looks more yellow, like a lighter yellow. Carbonation level though. This is hazier for sure. I can't even see my fingers through this thing. Oh, I can see it with my finger. Mine's very carbonated. Okay, we're we're oh. in a different stratosphere of carbonation. Yours is like no head. Mine is nope. this lovely. Mine glass. does have mine does have good carbonation level. Though. I can see it bubbling inside. Oh, okay, good. That's good then. But yeah, mine's got quite a head. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> Anyhow, we know our pouring styles, John. It's not about the size of the head. It's what what you do with the beer that counts. <laughs> You need that as a fridge magnet. <laughs> Man, merch opportunity. Damn it. <laughs> so, we had it. Remember, we used to have a list, though, for merch opportunity mm. stuff. Anyhow, let's see how this tastes. Ooh. Oh, wow. Hey. 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 Oh, man. Hey. There's a lot wow. of stuff going on. Wow. Hot fucking damn. There's a lot of stuff going on there. Mm. Well, much different beer from the last ones we've had. I feel like the last yeah. few beers were very similar profile-wise, but... I feel like they're a little bit more... This isn't as bitter. Like, this is a little bit more lighter. What's they the ABV on this? It's uh, 6%. 6%? Get the fuck out! Yeah. Uh, they actually This doesn't a- taste like it. They don't have a description on the can, which is interesting. They say on the can, they say can condition ale with barley, wheat, oats, and rye. But on the website, they do have some information. They say uh, true farmhouse ales are dry, spicy, fruity, and hoppy. They are also hard to come by. We brew our version of the classic ale with barley, wheat, oats, and rye to emulate the flavors found in some of the classics. Then hop it with old world hops for a sense of rusticity. Complex and refreshing. Yeah, it's pretty... Pretty complex, I gotta say. A lot of flavors going on. I feel like it finishes off a little bitter, but other than that, this is like super tasty. Like yeah. wow, it's and like it goes. You, it's easy drinking too. It's like you like. It's like you poured like if you're having the last beer and you just like randomly poured a swivel of like grapefruit juice and orange and like whatever and just kind of like mixed it in because it's giving you like a lot of complex flavors on top. But definitely, like I'm, I'm getting like a little bit of like a. Like very mild finish on it for a six percent beer too. Like it's yeah, this does not taste like a six percent beer. But like, it's 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 definitely not as like I don't taste the hops as much as I do the last one. But nope. this one I'm getting like I am definitely getting the barley and the rye for sure. Like I'm tasting the like the, the like I'm in the fields with this beer. And they call oh, it a no, classic tastes- saison. This is like a pure farmhouse style beer. For sure. Farmhouse. <laughs> I got the like stick of like I don't know what is it wheat in my mouth. Yeah, I'm a pure farmer. You're under you're under a combine, John. Just doing your rows. <laughs> doing my rows, filling up my towers full of grain. Silos, silos, silos. That's it, silos. Silos. We got you, John. I'm here for you. Oh yeah, my silos. Yeah, yeah, don't fuck around coming... silos. You step in them, you can sink down and die. Yeah, there's actually a special device they have now inside of them in case that does happen. Oh, so you like have to like walk through the like 
Well, no, there's like a thing that you can get. It's like you're supposed to put it under. It's almost like a shovel. And it's supposed to like give enough that you can pull yourself out of it. It creates like a weird thing. I remember watching a video about it. I was like, oh, that's kind of crazy. Like I helped my, I helped a coworker of mine last year harvest. He harvests barley. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me his silos are very short though. So it's not like, uh, <laughs> but like I've seen other people, they have them inside. It's like an emergency kit. It's like, you're don't, you're, it's like quicksand essentially. Yeah, you're, you're like <laughs> drowning. You're just like submerged in like, you get yourself wide. It buys you enough time for someone to come down and then you pick it and you like stick it in. It's almost like you're creating a cone around you. And that gives you enough leverage enough, like, it's supposed to stop it from like go sinking further. Oh, okay. So or at least like, it, it's like it's like when you're in snow or ice where you spread yeah. out and like your surface area is bigger, so it like you, you don't sink farther. You just kind of like sit light. That's like, pretty like interesting. A, like a horse, like a like a snowshoe. You're just like yeah, spread essentially. Out yeah, there's actually what's really cool is that I, I just went to, totally off topic. I went to the science museum recently in Ottawa. Because I haven't been there since they re- redid. Oh, like the and Ottawa. Oh man, sorry. The go Science on, John. Tech Museum. They had a fucking snowshoe thing where it's like sand, and you get to do like the old, the first generation snowshoe. Well, the first generation, but like classic native done snowshoes, like modern snowshoes. And you can see like why they work better because it shows you like surface area. You press it in the sand. One of them just goes like clunk. The second one, it kind of like goes clunk, but like, and then as it gets better, it like. You press it down and it's just like barely goes in the sand. It's like covering enough area that it's like the force won't penetrate the sand. So, wow, that place was so fucking cool. Oh yeah, the crazy kitchen's still there. Man, that's all I care about is the crazy (laughs) kitchen. I remember they also had like the train museum in there as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We 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 went on the trains. I I took some pictures. We did some. I twisted my ankle there once. Oh, really? On the trains? Yeah, I was like running through. We were like, I think we're in grade like three. No, I think we're in grade three or five. Because I remember I was like, ah, damn it. Ah, my ankle. Oh, my leg. And then I was like, oh, I'm fine. I'm a kid. I can just like sprout. Bounce back immediately. Like, yeah. that all you. It's like, okay, it's yeah. a week of I'm, I'm out. 911. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this is my life now for the next two weeks. It's like rehabbing this. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Then I just like walked back. I was like, "Oh, I'm fine." Okay. But Gray Museum, it's it's so fun to go yeah. there, and it, it was cool. They had like a big wall of like telephones from the first like Alexander Graham Bell generation telephone to like modern. It was cool to see like the different. So they had like my my parents' old phone was in the '80s camp. It was like the 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 Nortel phone with the whole list of contacts, and it was cool to see that. I was like, "Oh man, a little Northern Telecom phone, yeah." Nortel. I was trying to explain that to someone together a day because so I was like, oh, I used to drive like up down the 416. He's like, oh, I used to pass by probably where you live, like near where you live. I'm like, yeah. And then he, I'm like, he's like, what do people do there? And I was kind of like, well, most people just bus in to work downtown or they work for the ever so lovely conglomerate of Nortel. <laughs> The stories I remember, I've like, heard about Nortel are wild because, like, I have, I have a lot of coworkers. If, if you work in tech, you throw a rock at a coworker. If they're older, if they're past the age of forty, they've worked in Nortel. It's like, well, like, also, like, a lot of our friends growing up, they're all our friends' dads worked at Nortel. Yeah, true. Like so, a lot, a lot, a lot of our parents worked in Nortel. Like, there's a whole general. At one point, Nortel employed like twenty percent of the city. Well, not twenty percent, but it was like maybe ten percent of the city. Like, worked in Nortel. It was like a very significant number like especially Barhaven, like a lot of people worked there from there yeah like i knew tons and i was trying to explain them like what's nortel i'm like well (laughs) think enron but on a different scale (laughs) (laughs) well they got they got screwed over by spies the chinese spies spied on them and actually when they they put in the new dnd building they were like ripping out like old spy devices and stuff because like all the technology got ripped off and eventually they just got passed passed by but um pretty pretty uh pretty good times so I've, I've heard crazy stories about because I, I work in tech I, I can't dox myself but i work with a lot of people who've worked in nortel back in the day and like their fridays it was like wolf of wall street like the stories of like man i wish i worked there 
I would love to do be like in that. He's like, woo. Yeah. Good times are never Like this is the life. The good times are never ending. (laughs) So continue forever. The stock's only going to go up. (laughs) All right. What do we think about uh, Valor taste wise? I really actually like that. I think I like this the best out of all three. Oh, nice. This really shocked me and surprised me at how it acts like a Saison. The only other like Saisons that I've ever had or like this I'm like blueberry tea Saison or something along those lines. Yeah. So it's kind of nice to have this more of a classic Saison, you could say. Oh, defo. Um, I'm going to kick off scoring if you'd like. Go ahead. I'm going to give this an 8.5. I really actually enjoy this beer. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I went, I went eight. I think this is really good. I actually do. Like, I think I prefer the last two more, but like, this is like a really solid beer. Um, you're getting a lot of good flavors, a lot of barley wheat. Like you're tasting the classic, like farmhouse Saison style flavors, very like rich and agricultural. It's really solid. Um, it's definitely a much more complex beverage than the last few. And it's a 6% too. So it's a fairly high ABV. But, this, once again, but it doesn't taste candy. like it. Yeah, it doesn't taste like it. It, it doesn't taste like six percent. You could have told me this is four percent below what they what they actually are, and actually or above. I, yeah, in the case of the grace and gratitude, it tasted like more full bodied. They all have like a really clean finish to them, which I think if you're a brewery, like I feel like a lot of breweries all have kind of like a house style. Like no matter what kind of beer it is, there's like a there's a particular style, and I feel like this one, I'm getting like really clean, professionally done, good 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 beverages but yeah i'm at eight on this one uh likely to recommend what are we feeling for recommendations i'm giving this an 8.5 as well i'd recommend this to someone easily nice nice i'm gonna go i'm gonna go eight on this one really recommend it i agree like i would recommend this to people uh probably less recommendable to me than the last couple of ones because they were a little bit more like straightforward they didn't taste this complex either they're a little bit more basic um com- in comparison but still quite good any modifier for you on this one though dom i want to but i want i think i rated this pretty fairly i mean you definitely could you could give it a modifier if you want i could but i think i won't though because i <laughs> i rated this pretty fair this is a, i like this one this is probably my favorite of the three i'm uh you know what i'm gonna give it a modifier i think gamify it I'm gonna game a fun and give it a mod. I think it was good, good, good beverage, and I feel like um, this is the one to me out of the, you know, I, the last couple of ones. The first one was a more recent release. The second one was one of their flagship beers. This is also one of their flagship beers, and I think like this is a really impressive, good, straightforward saison. Like I feel like they do a good job at making like really basic beers, like basic type of beers, in like a really good, solid manner. So. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go mod on that one. And then looking at uh, scores, well, I'm gonna go ahead and plug in all our our lovely scores, the final scores. But I should also note, social media wise, Valor, what do the masses think? Well, it does have again, much like the last one, it does have both Beer Advocate and Untapped scores. So on Beer Advocate, it has a 3.6, 84 good overall. So pretty proximal to the tenacity on Untapped. It ranks a little bit higher, 3.69. So pretty nice score on that one. Nice. And all right. So overall, gotta say tooth and nail, their flagship beers. Pretty fucking good. Yeah, crushable. Good. Awesome. It's kind of funny. I think about like Whitewater, where we had their kind of like main flagship beers, and we were just like, like meh. Nah, not at all. But this and one, then we had the sours, and they were like, Why isn't this the flagship? <laughs> Just make this your beer. Like, don't don't make anything else. It's like, uh, but uh, yeah, these these were by comparison much more impressive overall. Very good. I like these. These are pretty. This is a good lineup. Yeah, and like these aren't even like my favorite beers they make. Um, like I would probably put like three or four beers above them. So um, definitely the discretion table beer is like one of one of my favorite beers in the city. Like, if I, really, it was it would be up there with like clean cut. I've been drinking a lot of clean cut because it's always that by tab, but like clean cut, like pink fuzz, like definitely I'd say discretion is in that mix, but they only make it during the summer. So it's like kind of like a seasonal thing. Huh. I'll have to wait till next summer. Like 
You're like the summer Frosty the Snowman. Have to wait till summer. <laughs> okay. But uh, scores are coming in overall, though. I gotta say, we analytics. Didn't... These these were pretty good beers overall. I gotta say. Yep, yeah, you can't complain about them. Yeah. Um. Like I, once again, like I think we might have to do like another. I, I will try to see a tooth and nail spotlight wise if we could do another lineup. But um, nice to do these. Um, it's always nice to feature um a brewery that's like that I'm proximal to myself personally because um you know in most cases it's like it's one that I'm like willing to try from outside the you know outside the province or well not outside the province but outside the region or in a totally different different spot so it's nice to you know rep the the home team in my camp uh-huh. um, but overall it's nice to try something from there as well yeah overall scores are in uh, we well, well, let's see what the score is. Let's see, let's see how they shook out because we got some interesting scores here. So, on interesting grace and gratitude, I gave it an eight point three. Tom gave it a seven point eight, which gives grace and gratitude roughly an eight point oh five, eight point one, eight point five. If you round up, regardless, good score. Next uh-huh. one up, tenacity. <laughs> I gave it an 8.3. Tom gave it an 8.1, which gives it an 8.2 overall. Nice. And Valor, I gave it an 8.1. Tom gave it an 8.3, which gives Valor an 8.2, which means Tenacity and Valor tie. Tie. We have a tie. I I mean, I think respectfully, John, you would pick the Tenacity over the Valor. Am I wrong? Uh, yeah, I would pick that in a heartbeat easily. I would pick that's the right. Valor over Tenacity. So that's a, that's a good showing. Both beers, they came together head to head, and we like them. You know, we like them a lot. I like, I mean, I like the Valor for sure, but I think that just tells you kind of our particular styles of what we like more. Um, but regardless, we like both of them more than the Grace and Gratitude. But the Grace and Gratitude still scored pretty high. Like, that was a really good beer. Yeah, scored an eight. Like, All of fuck. these are scoring higher than an 8.0, which is like... You're doing when good. Have, when we have these episodes, like, you're in a camp, like, a rare camp of, like, all beers scoring above an 8. That means, like, they really crushed. So, nice to try this one out. You're done sure. good, tooth and nail. Yeah, it was, it was nice to, to do these because, uh, especially the grace and gratitude, because I have never had that before in my life. I was like, hmm. they, they recently started making it. It's, like, all they sell now. They, they've actually have been selling it over a lot of their other stuff. Like their vim and vigor, and I'm like, okay, but you know what? Pretty, pretty okay, fucking, okay, but pr- pretty good, pretty good. So, not a bad beer by any means. Um, definitely okay. gonna try to do more craft Ottawa stuff. I mean, I'm partial to the ones that I'm like, you know, proximal to, um, like Tooth and Nail and Beyond the Pale, respectively. But um, be down to do some other ones for sure. Um, we're gonna be doing actually, um, another craft one. I'm gonna have to, uh, you know send it all tom's way get all that stuff uh-huh. lined up yeah we got another craft one on the way we're going to be doing um another um one a pretty popular i wouldn't call them like a they're a craft but they're like if you're in ontario they're available any fucking where you throw a rock you hit them uh, we're going to be doing another one of those and so we got to line up so we'll be talking about that we're probably going to be doing as well some uh some seltzer ones as well too here yeah there's there's new seltzers springing up. It's spring. Oh, it's seltzer season. It's seltzers. There's seltzers emerging. You know, new ones. They're still coming. You know, they're trying to make their. You know, trying to make money. They're like, you know what? What can we do? Mimosa seltzer. Fucking slash slushy 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 seltzers. Man, I'm excited for that. So we got a yeah, we got some seltzers coming through for sure, as well. So keep that in mind. Um, we're going to be doing uh, some other stuff as well, too. But that's what's kind of on deck for now, I'd say. Um, I guess we could probably uh, proceed towards the end. Tom, is there anything that you would like to mention before we... As always, watch the Seat Struck movie podcast. They did one on Blade Runner. Yeah, so we did one. We dropped one on Blade Runner. If you didn't hear it, check it out. It was my first time watching Blade Runner. So I'd never seen it before. So that was kind of cool. Um, I thought it was... Love that movie. Yeah. Um, and we also did one yesterday that just dropped talking Basket Case 2 and Basket Case 3. Movies that I think are 
great movies, but I bullied my guest and co-host into also subscribing to my my idea because I thought I think they're ge- I think they're genius. I think their works of genius. But uh most people would think they're kind of mid, but I think they're kind of fun. So we talked, if you remember episode 78, me and Quinn talked about basket case. We talked basket case two. You won't believe how basket case three starts out. Spoiler alert involves sex. So we talked about both those movies and uh you might like them so check them out and um yeah i guess that's about it if you like sex watch it <laughs> if you like like 900 percent of her audience is like sure i guess <laughs> i mean what could say I mean, no <laughs> <laughs> if you don't um, like it you don't like sex <laughs> get, get out <laughs> all right it's almost uh, Tommy Bahamas time to uh, close out this. Do you own a, Do you own a Tommy Bahama shirt by any chance? I actually don't. I feel like I should. John, I'm kind of surprised that you don't. <laughs> Seems like the kind of guy that would. I did just pick up a beautiful Hawaiian. It's a black shirt with like with like skulls and roses and like flowers around it. It was fucking like American Eagle, but it was like an XL and it fit me. So good I God. Up. Yeah. Anyhow, as I say, domestic only. Don't drink or drive. Always drink Always drink response. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at domestic only. And email us at domestic only at gmail.com. And remember, you can stay classy now. See y'all again next time. Take care, folks. Have a good one. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to our episode of Domestic Pines Only. Um, our intro and outro song is by Daisy May. The song is titled Drink Beer Till the Day That I Die. You can find them at www.daisymay.com. Our artwork is by Natalie Rive. Um, you can find her artwork on Instagram at Natalie Rive Artist or on our website www.natalierive.com. That's R I V E T. And you can also find us on social media. Uh, our, our Twitter account is at Domestic Pines, and our Instagram and TikTok is at Domestic Pines Only. And of course, our email is domesticpinesonly at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Hiding out, Kelsey.